The next hour will inform you on how cybersecurity is one of the most significant threats to our national security, as well as the battle that cybersecurity experts are undergoing every day on your behalf to protect you, your families, and your data. Welcome to Task Force 7 Radio with your host, the president and CEO of Task Force 7 Radio and Task Force 7 Technologies, George Reedus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another TF7 Extra. It's episode number 61 of Task Force 7 Radio, the voice of cybersecurity. I'm your host, George Reedus. I want to emphasize that all opinions expressed on the show are my own, and other my present or past employers. I would never disclose any sensitive intelligence that I've been privileged to or a result of my current employment, and I would never knowingly disclose any classified information related to any security clearances I presently hold or have held in the past with the United States government, and nothing I say during this show should be construed as legal or financial advice. So the first TF7 Extra on the Marriott Breach was so popular, I've decided to do another one here on the Cora Beach and keep the focus of the show on current news and analysis, as well as continuing to bring you those great in-depth interviews with Tier 1 guests in the industry that you all want to hear from. So no one does it like Task Force 7 Radio, folks. we got another high-profile CISO coming up on episode number 62. Tomas Maldonado, the CISO of IFF, is going to be here to talk about current trends in the industry and give us some advice on, on, on career management and a whole bunch of stuff. So make sure you tune in this week. It's going to be another fantastic episode, I, I promise you. In the meantime, let's just jump right into it, what we want to talk today. Let's, this is why you listen to the show, because we get right down to business. So back-to-back monster breaches this week. Back-to-back. Cora, I'm sure many of you are familiar with this website, a social site started by two former Facebook employees that focuses on members answering questions for other members of the Cora community, announced late Monday that account information and question and answer information for about 100 million people of its user base has been compromised and basically lost to the bad guys. So, ladies and gentlemen, just another Monmouth breach. I'd call it a breach of the week, but there was two breaches in the same week. I mean, I just feel that people are sort of numb to it. It's sort of amazing. You know, after Cora announced the breach on Monday, it hit the news and then sort of quickly disappeared. I mean, you know, I've been looking at it uh, throughout the week, and it's kind of like it never happened. You know, after the initial reports came out, it's becoming more and more obvious that the public's becoming numb to these announcements, right? And I think it's a big problem in the cybersecurity space, and we'll, we'll get into it a little bit more uh, later on. But in this, in this instance, as noted by New York Times article dated December 4th by Raymond Zong, it may be due to the fact that the company noted that the incident was unlikely to result and identity theft, as the site does not collect sensitive information such as credit card or social security numbers. But they did admit that the bad guys got names and email addresses and encrypted passwords and some other things. And, and the hackers also obtained details about users' activity on Quora, such as questions, answers, upvotes, and downvotes. But the company was once again quickly to note that anonymously written questions and answers were not affected by the breach, which I'm sure provided some users a sigh of relief because, as you can imagine, the stuff that you make public, you expect it to be public, but some of the questions about life can get pretty personal for some folks. And after all, the whole purpose of asking an anonymous question is to, of course, stay anonymous, right? So now, 
This is interesting because according to Cora, they just found out about the breach on the previous Friday, meaning they discovered the breach and with just a few days over the weekend actually passed, they decided to announce the breach to the public, getting it out there right away. So this was a definitely a, a, a thought-out strategy. There's something that they wanted to do, and it's something I'm sure they spoke about internally with their privacy folks. And in doing so, the chief executive of the company, Adam D'Angelo, wrote in a blog post that the company is still investigating how this all happened, and I'm sure they are. I mean, indeed, he most certainly is, because unless... This is a very, very simple breach, and things are just so crystal clear, which usually they're not. These things really take time to unpack and understand how the breach occurred and what the full impact of the compromise really is. You know, Cora announced that they have hired a firm to fully investigate this incident, and I would expect that it would take them some time to really figure out the full extent of the compromise. So, But it's clear. It's clear. The company had a clear strategy here. They wanted to get this out and notify the public of the breach as soon as possible. And, and no doubt, the members of the cybersecurity team over at Cora were under a tremendous amount of pressure. I'm sure they worked through the weekend with very little sleep to help executives understand exactly what they were going to say in this announcement that they wanted to make as soon as possible. Now, I'm sure a lot of people were you know, clamming down on the, on the cybersecurity group over there, you know, give us the answers, give us the answers, give us the answers. And as you know, I mean, it takes time just to do some forensic images to set up your forensic exams and to start investigating things. I mean, it takes time, right? So depending on how many boxes were hit and so on and so forth. So anybody who knows anything about the cyber investigation, incident response piece of this, it's not something that happens instantaneously. So apparently a lot of people use Cora, right? The, the company says that about 300 million people around the world use its site at least once a month to ask and answer questions about a variety of different topics. They talk about politics. They talk about faith. They talk about love. Some people are in love out there, apparently. But there's a lot of people who receive the notification from Cora that their information was breached, and we're not even aware that they even had an account with Cora, right? So many of them were starting to express their frustration with the breach overall as well. I mean, they were just sort of aggravated, and, and, and they took to Twitter, and I, and I, I pulled a couple things out of this article. Uh, you can just basically go nuts with this, of course. There's so many people on Twitter talking about this. But from Chris Welsh on Twitter, it says, okay, okay, it was only 100 million accounts, according to Cora. Only 100 million. Maybe we should just stop signing up for anything forever, right? And so that's kind of some – I can understand that, right? Because it seems like no matter where you sign up and what you do, it seems like you're at risk. Your information's at risk everywhere, and now it's not just whether you want the service or not. It's whether the service is worth you getting breached, right? Getting or get, you know, having your, your, your or the, the service getting breached and your information getting compromised. Is it worth having a service that you enjoy on the internet with the risk of knowing that anything that you do, or at least part of some of the things that you do and some of the information you share with that service may be made public to some very evil people? You know, well, I mean, so that's a really good question. Um, that I think is going around around Twitter. Um, there's another guy, Michael Heller, on Twitter, said, I haven't used Core in at least 10 years, but I'm sure my account was involved in the breach. And I think that just sort of goes to the, the public sentiment out there. Sarah Miller said, so I get my password reset so I can delete my Core account, finally get logged in, and I'm greeted with a poorly written piece of erotica and now a 504 error. So I don't even remember having an account. And now I can't get rid of it. So... 
Lots of frustration there as well from Brian Mitchell on Twitter. I got an email about Cora being hacked. I changed my password as they required me to. Good. And promptly deleted my account. Not really sure why I ever made one in the first place. So some bad publicity for the company regarding their service, not exactly about the breach, but about the service itself that came from the breach. So you can see how this sort of spirals for companies when they do have a problem and what they're kind of dealing with and the fire drill that they have to go through with their public relations. And what it appears here is that a large swath of people didn't even remember or realize they even had an account with Quora and are now frantically trying to delete their accounts with the website forever, right? So that's a problem that for the company. They don't want to hear that. But here's the problem with the breach. Here's the, and I think a lot of people are missing this, and it may be the biggest problem with the breach. I'm not sure, but maybe. Many people might have used Quora and forgotten about it, and now they unfortunately reminded that they have one, and some of their information has been compromised. Okay? We get that. But this is the scary thing. Some might have a Quora account that they never knew about as Quora is linked to Facebook quizzes. So it seems there are a lot of people out there that are finding out that they have Quora accounts that they never signed up for. Okay? I mean, people are mad. People are angry. Okay? It's frustration. Imagine getting, you know, imagine, imagine having your personal information exposed in a breach for an account that you never even signed up for. <laughs> I mean, things are getting a little nuts here in, 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 the, in the breach world. So what's more about this is that the breach could even extend to data from Facebook and Twitter and Google. And if, if users linked their social media sites to their Quora accounts, additional information is at risk. So Quora has stated that some data imported from LinkedIn networks when authorized by users may have been compromised. And this begs the question, I mean, do users even understand that they authorize the data from their Facebook and Twitter and Google accounts to be stored by Quora? Because after all, some people have Quora accounts that they never even created, right? So you, you, you can see where people are really getting mad. I mean, I saw one guy on, on uh, YouTube and it just... It was a little bit of a you know, profanity-laced you know, video uh, uh, on Cora because I guess he was using one of his linked accounts and some of the information from one of his social media accounts was compromised in this breach, and he was a very, very unhappy camper. So this is something you need to pay attention to, and it's not being talked about at all, really, in the, in the news. It's just been, you know, the $100 million and, you know, don't worry, they wouldn't get your credit card information. But it's this, these links to these other social media sites that I think it could be the big problem, at least it could be a big concern for a lot of people that are involved in this breach. So moving forward, the website will be notifying all users affected by the breach via email that their information has been compromised and to make sure they reset their passwords for Quora right away. And so one final word of advice to anyone affected by the breach, if you reuse the same password you used for your Quora account, make sure you change the password for that account as well because the bad guys realize that people do this often and they will try to use your compromised Quora password to break in to any other accounts for other services on the internet that they think that you have. So thanks for listening to this TF7 Extra. I'll catch you on the next regularly scheduled weekly episode on Monday night when I'll have a very special guest on me with the show. It'll be the Chief Information Security Officer of International Flavors and Fragrances, Mr. Tomas Maldonado. You're listening to Task Force 7 Radio, the voice of cybersecurity. Stay frosty out there. (laughs) 
Thank you for tuning in this week to Task Force 7 Radio. To learn more about Task Force 7 Radio, please visit our website at taskforce7radio.com. Be sure to join your host, George Reedus, again next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel.